channel krt and welcome to day five of the we scream saga halfway point baby we're almost done although it doesn't feel like it <laughs> uh, uh. i'm just giving up here i can't go forward it's too much don't go back to the dumpster randy we're sorry i mean it's amazing we have gotten as far as we did into this even despite the harassment i've been getting from melody mouse and humbear but guys um, if you hear a noise suddenly behind me, uh, oh shit, Derby's outside my window. Uh, oh shit, no, no, he no. He keeps slowly walking near it and saying, too near, oops, too near. Uh, guys, <laughs> Santa Claus is sending me death threats. <laughs> Santa's doxing you. Well, Randy, you were on the naughty list this year, so... Ah, oh, jeez, does that warrant that? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Santa just leaked my address online, so... And for the record, this is a Christmas episode being released in September and being recorded in the middle of July. Yeah, so we've been recording a lot of these in advance, as you guys could probably tell at this point. So, if any of you guys are disappointed that we didn't compare Punchinello to Jimbo, we're sorry. Oh, we'll do so during We Singdom. Well, to be fair, it turns out Jesus' birthday might actually be August or September anyway, so... <laughs> I'm Kit Quinn, and I swear to God, if this is the best Christmas ever, I'd hate to see what their actual bad Christmas looks like. I'm Randy Martin, and uh, by the way, Santa leaked the wrong address. I haven't lived there in five years. <laughs> So yeah, as we mentioned, we are talking about We Sing, The Best Christmas Ever, initially released on December 10th, 1990, and it's kind of a good thing they really didn't get into any of the other holidays. Yeah, also, I guess this confirms why they suddenly turned to Bible songs, because Jesus exists in this universe now. You know what else came out in 1990? The Super Nintendo releasing in North America. I don't know. I want to think about good things. Wonder why none of the kids got that. Like, that would be realistic. <laughs> nah, they probably got a fucking Atari Jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, after how surprisingly pretty good the last three were, or at the least watchable, this was honestly a pretty big letdown. Like, it's not the worst entry of this franchise by any means, but it is a drag. While the bar for Weezing in Stillyville was kind of high, which is... Very sad considering what we've been talking about. I went into this not really expecting a whole lot because this was one of the two We Sing videos I've actually never seen up until doing this series. And yeah, this was a real patience tester. I expected nothing and I was still let down. Yeah, that's We Sing for ya. And I don't know what it says about this tape that... Outside of Claudia Sloan, literally no one in this went on to do anything else. Like, some of them were in other Wee Sing tapes, but that's it. The only name in this that I actually recognize is David Gaylord, and that's only because he was in Wee Sing and Sillyville as one of the bitty booties. Yeah, side note, Gaylord is an awesome name. 
It really fucking is. You know, actually, I have one more quick thing I want to say. So, it just hit me that these videos were released by MCA slash Universal throughout the 80s and 90s. So, it just fucking hit me that there's a good chance that we could have had a Wii Sing Park at Universal. And I never thought I'd say it, but thank fucking God they went with Barney. I mean, uh. yes, but also no. I don't know. This is a double-edged sword, you guys. I would probably just hope that they would get more Fievel. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, they'll cover Fievel's playland with Melody Mouse. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. God, Don Bluth movies need so much more love than they get. Agreed. Okay, now, before I say this, let me preface. I still hate Baby Bop, but I would take Baby Bop over Poofer the Elf and Dermy any day of the week. I win. Fuck you. <laughs> that does not mean you win, Randy. That does not mean you win. Yes, it does. I wins, I win. <laughs> All right, Randy, back in the dumpster. Come on. So this thing opens up with just this bland-ass looking credit sequence where it's just a bunch of snowflakes and it just looks like green screen. Ah, remember when the word snowflake had an entirely different meaning as to how it's used today? Ah, that was fun. Good times. (laughs) Like, the effects are actually pretty decent. I'll give them that, but they're just so bland. Nothing about them sticks out. I would probably disagree with you on that. It looks like those magic carpet green screen things you, like, pay $5 for at Las Vegas. (laughs) It's like the Aladdin ride at Disney Quest, only not awesome. (laughs) At least the Aladdin thing at Disney Quest was enjoyable. So as the credits are rolling along, we finally see Poofer the goddamn elf, and he's just going around all, la 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 la, and I was like, Alright, did somebody stuff Roger Rabbit inside him? Because he sounds so much like Charles Fleischer. Yeah, let's talk about these elves for a minute, because these are the biggest fucking elves I've ever seen. They're Will Ferrell-sized. <laughs> all of them have Buddy's backstory, basically. They were all kidnapped from an orphanage. And <laughs> so Santa's a fucking human trafficker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, while I kind of wish that Sing would have bit the bullet and hired some little people to play their elves... I'm kind of glad that they didn't because it probably would have been offensive. Yeah, it feels like there'd be a no easy way out. It'd probably have to be like the dwarves in Lord of the Rings or something. Yeah. So, like, one thing I've noticed speaking of, like, Christmas movies is that also a lot of movies that involve elves just use, like, children. So they could have done that, but they probably didn't because, you know, oh, those pesky child labor laws. (laughs) And so then also we get to meet the focus of this special, Gusty the Elf, who I swear to God looks like if one of the Keebler elves and Chris Farley had a baby. He looks remarkably like Benny Hill. Yeah! (laughs) Every time he's on screen, I just expect Yakety Sax to start playing. And let's bring up these other elves too. Their names are Gusty, Dimpy, Snooter... Thuner, Munchie, and Dermy, who we meet later on. We'll get to that motherfucker, but... This is the worst adaptation of Snow White I've ever seen. (laughs) Did Seth Rogen write these names? (laughs) It doesn't help that initially I thought that I heard Thuner as Pooner. Ah, yes, my favorite elf, Wappy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I did keep hearing Poofer's name as Pooper, so... Ah, so we got Wappy, we got Pooner, and we got Pooper. 
I'm sure there's something problematic about the most flamboyant elf being named Poofer. Ah. So why isn't Poofer named Gusty? Because, like, he is in the wind a lot. Because he poofs, Randy. They're elves! They all poof. Also, they all have these magic powers, and yet, for some reason, they can't use any of them to just make the fucking toys? Also, I need to shout out Snooter the Elf real quick, because the version of this that I've been watching on YouTube has the most obnoxious fucking thumbnail, where Snooter is just pointing at me like this, (laughs) and it just fills me with this undescribable rage. Alone on a Friday night? God, you're pathetic. (laughs) (laughs) He turns off the console when he's losing at Super Smash Brothers for sure. Also, one of them, I forgot his name. I swear to God, he looks like Sonny Bono. I think that was uh, Dimpy? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they sure tried with these names, didn't they? I barely remember what these elves except for fucking Poofer and Gusty look like because I think I repressed most of this. Yes, you should. I mean, Snooter's thing is that she kind of has a pointy nose. Yeah. (laughs) But that's it. None of them have any personalities. Hell, you could cut out the family from this special and you'd lose nothing. You could just not watch this at all and you'd get the same experience. Also, this is where we get into Gusty's arc, which... Sit down, kids. This is gonna be a good one. So the other elves are saying that Gusty's having trouble, and what do they do? They start singing a song about how much he sucks. I initially... I wanted to go into this just mocking Gusty mercilessly, but no, I just felt so bad for him because all his co-workers are gathering around and singing about how much he sucks at his job. When it later turns out, the problem was he was just having trouble with his vision. The elves are doing this podcast for us. Why are we even doing this? I'm out of here. <laughs> they can use their magic powers to edit this. The end. <laughs> oh, they'll save me a whole bunch of anguish. Oh, God. But yeah, they keep singing about how Gusty is just so discouraged about how he can't do his job. Well, maybe if you stopped mocking him, you assholes. Gusty, the elf's a piece of shit. Also, they have the power to make his screwdriver bigger, but they don't have the power to just, I don't know, make all these toys? Just... Why is there even labor in this factory? You're fucking elves. You can literally poof these toys in front of you. See, this is exactly the argument for automation should mean that labor is not needed and we can all just have a universal basic income. That is what's going on here in the North Pole. There is clearly a market for automation in the toy factory, but for some fucking reason, they still use labor anyway. God, even Santa's a filthy capitalist. Nothing is sacred anymore. Oh, Santa's the fucking worst of them all. You know, I do feel bad because the actors are trying their best with these elves. It's just that the elves suck. (laughs) All of these people clearly thought that this was going to be, like, the one shitty role they had to do to make their big break and... God, I feel so bad. Yeah. I know that I've mentioned previously that these are all actors in the Portland theater circuit, and I'm sure they've gone to do better things, but God, just imagine this being the peak of your career. This had the same energy as the F-U-C-K song from SNL. (laughs) This felt like an SNL sketch. (laughs) Also, one thing I gotta say about Gusty's song is that he keeps using these G-rated swears whenever he hits himself or breaks a toy, and my mind just keeps going to that one Simpsons bit where Homer can't swear. 
So when he's building a doghouse, he has to say stuff like, That will require a tetanus shot. Gusty just basically says, Fuck you all, I'm Quentin. <laughs> Let Gusty say fuck. Please. Are we finally getting We Sing Britney Spears? I want to hear these elves sing if you seek Amy. <laughs> so then Poofer goes back out. For some reason, it's okay when he slacks off in his work. And so then he ends up somehow in this fucking suburban neighborhood, which... Are they even that close to the North Pole? Oh, Kit, about that, yeah. When he comes back initially, he says that he got sidetracked from an errand he was running, and the elves give him shit for it. And then when he goes out again to help Gusty, he says that he'll be sure to just go to Santa's workshop, but he gets caught in a snowstorm, and somehow he gets transported to this suburban neighborhood? Maybe they're in Canada. <laughs> And so then we cut to the most boring Christmas party ever. Just his family setting up their house and then they bring over a bunch of friends and then that's how Poofer gets inside. Oh, they don't bring friends. It's just a bunch of fucking carolers show up at their door. But I guess they know them. They're their neighbors or something. I don't know. Stranger Danger just isn't a fucking thing in this, I guess. So they set up the basis for some songs like the Ten Little Angels. Ugh. And we also get to meet their kid, Susie, who only speaks in poems for some reason. For some reason, Susie just telling these poems is the greatest fucking thing to this family. Like, they don't just go, yay, good job! They react like, you know, they're, they're fucking saying, Susie, you are the reason I still believe in God. Susie, <laughs> we will not worship Santa anymore. You are the God damn Messiah. Susie, I would fucking light myself on fire if you told me to. <laughs> In poem form. So the mom asks Susie to help her set the table. And instead of doing that, she literally just recites a whole ass poem that goes on for a minute. And before that, there's another poem that she talks about, which goes on for even fucking longer. Two little Christmas trees standing all alone. Their hearts were very sad because they hadn't found a home. Then chop went the axe and down fell a tree. And off it went with the happy family. This is all she does. And also the other kids have no fucking personality. You could cut them out of this special and lose nothing. I don't even think Susie has any actual lines outside of her poetry. It is a little strange, though, that the only non-white character in this thing has no personality other than poem. Yeah, it's... Yeah. That's a little squicky. And there is a black child who gets to sing a bit in the choir. I mean, I'll at least give them that. And there's also someone in a wheelchair. Yeah. Which, when Poofer crashes into the house and accidentally lands on the floor, I was kind of hoping that wheelchair would crush him. <laughs> It would have been like that episode of Arthur where the lice falls off of his head and then gets smushed. <laughs> and that's the end of this tape. All right, we're done. We're, uh, burn the tapes. Bye. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so we should mention that Poofer crash lands into the house with this kind of weird camera angle that sets it up like the cameraman just turned the camera on while he was walking and was putting it onto the camera stand? Yeah, which is kind of weird because it just shows like him floating around near the tree. It's supposed to simulate like his point of view, but it's still very off-putting. 
I call it the fucking uh, iCarly angle. It's the Star Tours angle where you just go whip. Breaks. Brakes! Where are the brakes? Oh, jeez, even Star Tours had uh, some semblance of skilled cinematography. <laughs> and so then the family finally discovers Poofer, and they are just way too fucking chill about it. I was kind of shocked that there wasn't a bit where Poofer, for lack of a better word, poofs in the middle of a song that everybody's singing, and it scares everyone, and they just start beating the shit out of him. <laughs> I wish... And we also get that immoral line. Do you mind if I poof? I mind a lot if you poof. I put up with a lot in the We Scream saga so far. But do you mind if I poof? That's what has me speechless at long last. How? Why? If anyone ever asked me that, I would immediately call the police. I'd be like, I want you to poof out of existence. How about that? Even the family is confused by this because you can see the kids like making some, what the fuck is this dude on faces? (laughs) I don't know about you, but if you come up to me and my kids and say, do you mind if I poof? You're getting tased. The parents are just as fucking stupid as the kids in this universe, apparently. So Poofer decides to show off his magic to the family. And just brace yourselves, guys, because we get to meet the ten little angels. Oh, <laughs> God, what the fuck uh, is that? Pioki Venoki is they look like the fucking carrots from the Okie Finoki. You guys don't know how bad I was hoping that they would just go the grandpa's magical toy route and just turn these toys into like 10 green screen children in angel costumes. <laughs> no, they're actual toys that sing. Literally, just what the fucking fuck? They are fucking like Hallmark animatronics. One of them looks like Molly from American Girl and she has the creepiest fucking smile on it. Oh jeez, even the American Girl dolls are less uncanny than this. I mean, were these just leftovers from a production at Full Moon Features or something? Like, what the fuck? Good god, I was like, man, I hope Stuart Gordon was involved with this. Rest in peace. It would have been less scary if it was just a fucking army of Furbies. Which, by the way, this movie would improve slightly if it did have the ginger dead man in it. (laughs) The Gary Busey ginger dead man, though. I mean, we did have a guy named Gary Basie in the other two, so... Close enough. (laughs) And as if it couldn't get any worse, Poofer just brings these fucking bells to life now. Yeah! It's even worse! So Poofer can literally create life on a whim. How is nobody shitting themselves at the implications of this? Poofer can literally play God. So they're just all, ah, this is awesome. And I'm like, you people are on drugs. No, nothing about this is awesome. This is horrifying. I am amazed that none of these dolls have tried to kill you yet. I am amazed that nobody here has shit their pants yet. Holy shit. This elf that we just met can create life. This is somehow even more terrifying than Grandpa's magical toys, and we haven't even gotten to tomorrow's topic yet. Good God. Uh... 
And so then they decide, all right, this random ass family can somehow help us with our problem. So we're all going to go to the North Pole. And they decide to bring the parents along too. And the kids are happy about it for some reason. They think this is just the coolest thing ever. <laughs> I would just be like, no, I want to go without my parents. Just If that, I were in that situation, I would be like, Oh man, why do I have to bring my parents? They're just gonna fucking ruin everything. It feels like bringing your parents to like a nightclub. Yeah, it's like. I mean, at least in this, there's actually some parental guidance for the first and probably only time in these godforsaken videos. You know, I'll give this special this much. It didn't have quite as merely as many annoying Christmas songs as I thought it would. And no 12 days of Christmas. Thank fucking Christ. Thank God, as if this wasn't already intolerable enough. I am just so, 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 so glad that they couldn't afford the rights to Wonderful Christmas Time. How the fuck does Paul McCartney come up with coming up and temporary secretary, and then he writes that? How? <laughs> Make it make sense. British people, that's why. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. We sing fairy tale of New York when. <laughs> oh, no. We sing John Lennon. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> we sing with Mark David Chapman. <laughs> Punchinello is bigger than Jesus. So this is Christmas, and what have you done? Also, they have the way they all shrink on the snowflake, and he gives them helmets by telling them to take an ornament off of a tree. If they use an ornament, there's a good chance it's gonna break and just leave a bunch of shit in their head. Yeah, I mean, I've seen Jack Frost, the horror movie. You definitely want to be very careful with putting ornaments anywhere near your head. Tyler, you realize there are two movies called Jack Frost that are horrifying, right? <laughs> Touche, Randy. Touche. Or that scene from Home Alone, because, good lord. <laughs> okay, so the family is shrunken down, and they get into the snowflake, and they zoom out. But they leave the window open, so I'm just assuming that some asshole is gonna break into their house while they're gone and steal all their shit. First of all, they said that there's a snowstorm, so even if some asshole does not break in, their house is gonna be freezing, they are going to have wasted so much money on heat, and there's just gonna be a pile of snow and wet carpet and furniture in the corner. Literally. Yeah, that's the thing. They mentioned that the snowstorm is getting bad, but the only reason that damn snowstorm exists is just so they can have a reason for Poofer to visit the family. It never comes up after this. Oh, also a bird, I'm sure, flew into their house for some warmth and shelter, so now there's probably bird shit all over their house. <laughs> Uh, those people deserve to be robbed, let's be real. Uh, yeah, sounds about white. <laughs> we sing more like white privilege. <laughs> we get back to Santa's workshops where the elves do another song and dance, this time about their great overlord Santa. Which, yeah, I will admit, this song was fucking painful. Yeah. You ever just sing a song about how great your boss is and you're not suspicious about how horrible this workplace is at all? <laughs> something, 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 Santa Claus, Santa Claus, ah, get fucked. Oh, it's a rap, by the way. It's a fucking rap. Good God. And it's called Christmas Rap. And also, I just wanted badly for them to be all, Oh, Santa will understand! Santa is your friend! And then it just cuts to Santa being like, Get the fuck out of my office, you little shits! And then he just throws a fucking mug at the door. <laughs> 
<laughs> you don't see him. You just see his silhouette. I wanted so badly for it to be like Poofer standing outside his door. Like, Santa's our friend. He'll help. And then suddenly you hear Santa through the door goes, I swear to God, if one more thing goes wrong in this factory today, every single one of these bastards is fire! <laughs> <laughs> and you just hear things breaking inside and Poofer's just like, I'll go ask someone else. The night Gusty went crazy. The night Gusty finally had enough. Yes. <laughs> the alternate ending where Gusty just fucking brutally murders everybody. That'll be brilliant. So uh, when are we getting a We Sing version of Pumped Up Kicks? <laughs> <laughs> Gusty's got a quick hand. Also, I just gotta say that one moment that did genuinely get a chuckle out of me only because it was so stupid was the one where the mom and the dad are looking through the closet and they're all like, oh, look at all these toys. Ah! The dad decides to just fucking jump on the skateboard and then crashes. And I was like, Larry fucking dies. So here I am. Doing everything I can. And dad is fucking doing the walk like an Egyptian while skateboarding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, that's another thing too that kind of pissed me off a bit. So the kids like briefly mock the parents for getting nostalgic at Christmas time. This was the same franchise that told you two videos ago, it's okay to be young at heart? Like, be consistent. So it's kind of like every Dan Schneider show ever saying, it's okay to be weird and different, but not like that. That's somehow not the worst thing you've ever done. Somehow. (laughs) So... I've already blocked out half of this special, so apologies if I forget important details. I don't blame you. (laughs) Is there anything important in this? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) I mean, at this point, this is when Gusty's plotline comes back into play, because they sing his song again, this time filling everybody in so they can mock him as well, because sure, why not? And he even says he's gonna quit at one point because he's so tired of this shit. I'm like, yeah, good for you. All right, bye. Unionize. (laughs) He's being exploited and he deserves so much better. God, like this is just saying stay with an abusive workplace, little shits. You know, instead of those anti-union Home Depot things, they should just show this. (laughs) (laughs) I I just know Jeff Bezos fucking jerks off to this tape. Oh my God. We sing Bo Burnham's Inside. (laughs) (laughs) Wake up feeling like a bag of shit. CEO entrepreneur, born in 1964, Jeffrey. (laughs) Jeffrey Bezos. Also, Gusty keeps hitting his thumb. I'm genuinely amazed that it wasn't shattered to bits at this point. Why is he still working after injuring himself? You're supposed to file an accident report. See, they have the magical powers to heal themselves, but not to make toys. At every workplace I've ever been to, if I got hurt, even if I said it's not that serious, I still had to fucking file an accident report. Yeah! So what the shit is going on at Santa's workplace? I sliced my hand open with a box cutter once when I was working at Walmart. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, thankfully they let me go home, but still fuck Walmart. <laughs> Kit, when you cut your hand open, did you say grubbledy bumbledy? <laughs> No, what I said was, oh, twiddle dee, twiddle dum, I sliced open my thumb. All your coworkers just came in and started mocking you through song for some reason. (laughs) 
everyone is all kitty the elf and she slit her thumb open. <laughs> My worst workplace injury was when I used to work in the back room at Marshall's and I was moving like this big metal rod off of something so I'd have room to like put tags on something. Oh god. And I dropped this big iron thing right on my big toe. Oh. Um, I did not say fiddle dee dee or crumb dee dee dum or whatever the fuck they said. I said, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Kit Quinn, the elf's getting blood everywhere. <laughs> Randy, the elf has no big toe. Kit Quinn, the elf, she's violating so many OSHA laws. <laughs> All right, so then we finally meet Santa, and I'm not going to lie, I was not expecting him to sound like Gunther from Amphibia. I was kind of hoping he would sound like the Gilbert Gottfried Santa from Billy and Mandy. (laughs) Uh, And he doesn't sound like Carl Featherbottom either, so... Hi, Carl, if you're watching this. Hi, Carl. No, but seriously... I had a more enjoyable experience watching Richie Rich's Christmas Wish than I did this. Don't say such things, Randy. Richie Rich's Christmas Wish was at least just enjoyably batshit horrible, and Reggie was just so much fun. Yeah! There was nothing enjoyable about this. At least Richie Rich's Christmas Wish had Eugene Levy in it. Here we get... Dermy. Oh god. Okay, let's let's rip this band-aid off. Oh yeah, by the way, it turns out that the reason Gusty sucks so much is cuz he has vision impairment. He has a disability and they were singing about it. Yep. Also, why the fuck is Dermy named Dermy if he's supposed to be an ophthalmologist? Wouldn't Dermy be a good name for like an elf who makes skincare products? Oh, wait a minute. It's a cover-up. It's what he uses as a secret cover-up, so then this way nobody knows that he secretly skins all the people and elves. <laughs> If they're going by the elves should be named by their personal attributes, like Snooter has the puffy nose, poofer poofs, shouldn't Dermy's name be Opto, technically? Or like Aki? (laughs) Or Melanoma. (laughs) So, no disrespect to the actor, but I swear to God, did they just direct this actor to have the most passive-aggressive, obnoxious performance in this entire video? Every time he speaks... I just feel like I am legit being talked down to. He speaks everything twice. Just why? I make glasses. I make glasses. Just God. Also say it with me. Oops. To here. To here. That was a legit jump scare when I first saw this. It really was. Oh my God. I'm about to go to jail for this, by the way. Lady Dermitrescu. (laughs) I want to see Derby as a giant tall vampire lady. I hate you. I hate you. I will never be able to look at giant vampire mommy the same way again. You will apologize to Giant Vampire Mommy right now. I'm sorry, Giant Vampire Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> no, escape from this motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> this Billy Goat looking piece of shit. <laughs> no, why does he look 
like a human goat, though. I just wanted to grab his beard piece and just rip his face off. I'm on the Wee Singer website right now. The only thing they really have for this is pictures of Dermy himself. <laughs> They're just like, Dermy, that is all. <laughs> we don't want to talk about Dermy. Dermy <laughs> does not need stands. No. Just because you can stand Dermy doesn't mean you should. Please. Okay, also, I just went to the Wee Singers main page. They have not one, not two, not three, but four Harlem Shake Wee Sing tribute videos. <laughs> what year is it? So yeah, as I tried to mention, Gusty goes through this whole montage about how he's trying on different glasses and everything, and... He's trying to read a message that turns out to be Merry Christmas. Oh, sure, why the fuck not? Also, they give him the stupidest glasses in the end. No, not only that. So, first of all, Gusty's like, Ooh, won't I look silly with glasses? In front of not only a little girl who wears glasses, but also his boss who wears glasses. <laughs> also, literally none of the family helps out with this. Like I said, you could make this special without them and lose nothing. Oh yeah, not only that, Gusty's like, Oh, won't I look silly with glasses? And then this dude proceeds to pick the goofiest fucking frames. God. One of those glasses makes him look like fucking Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> All right, and we probably should talk about the fact that Santa is pretty creepy with details because he remembers everything about these kids, and he has even seen them sleeping. These kids are pretty nonchalant about meeting God, essentially. And then, in addition, he's talking with the parents, and then the dad's all, Oh yeah, that football you gave me, uh, and the dog next door chewed it up. And I'm just like, I just wanted Santa to just beat his ass right there. Oh yeah, by the way, I should probably mention that Gusty's fine now. The main reason this whole movie is a thing has been solved. And then there's still, like, 15 minutes left. <laughs> Yeah, so we could just pretty much skim through it at this point. Uh, the, everybody gets their presents and shit. The, one of the kids says to surprise him for his Christmas present. They go back to the house. Santa, Gusty, and Poofer surprise them on Christmas Day. Also, they just read the Twas the Night Before Christmas because why not? Because of course they do. Also, they bring back the creepy angels and the bells when they visit. Uh, <laughs> make it go away. Congratulations, your Christmas decorations are alive for good now and they'll be able to feel pain when you put them back for the rest of the year no you gotta burn them alive because they're gonna find a way to start moving <laughs> uh, by the way when you burn them alive you'll get to hear them screaming isn't that fun <laughs> all right so i'm trying to pull open the imdb page now because i'm genuinely curious what the reviews for this thing say it has 6.5 stars out of 10 too many we sing together has 8.2. How? I got nothing. Nothing surprises me anymore. Although it does say in the trivia, did you know some of the toys from Grandpa's Magical Toys are seen in Santa's workshop? For example, in a close-up shot of Sooner staring at the bigger car Gusty is holding, a red ball is seen in the background. A ball! What a shocker! They reuse props because they're cheap as shit. <laughs> We sing cinematic universe confirmed. I just want to add that in the course that we have tried 
to talk about this specific We Sing tape. We have had to postpone it a lot. Technology has acted up. My computer actually broke down upon the first recording of this. (laughs) And now we cannot find any reviews or anything for this. The universe, some cosmic entity wants this erased from history. (laughs) (laughs) Good for them. You know what? That explains everything. (laughs) Oh, one last thing I wanted to mention was that if speaking of no escape, guess what was on the copy that I watched? Oh, and it was Backyard Gang. Me too. Yep. They had a preview for the fucking Backyard Gang, especially the Christmas tape. Uh, worst party. Uh. Hey, kids, as if you weren't terrified enough of the bells, you now get to see Barney looking like a dog-looking motherfucker. <laughs> and no Sandy Duncan either, so it sucks. Hi, kids. Do you like violence? Want to see me stick nine-inch nails to reach one of Dermy's eyelids? <laughs> yes. Absolutely! <laughs> Oops, too near! So as I mentioned earlier, we've been recording these episodes very much in advance. So we're actually recording this after we've done the mask episode where we've just changed our rating system. So take it away, Kit. Our new system is keep the tapes, leave it in the donation box, or burn the tapes. And... I'm going to choose take it to the donation box because I don't know if it's as, as bad as we sing together and ahem, the one we're reviewing tomorrow, but it's, it's not worth it. It's just bland. It's got nothing that you're really going to miss out on. If you absolutely are watching the entire saga like we are, I guess it's fine for what it is but honestly you're not missing much yeah it's gonna be a burn the tapes for me like i said this was just a hard one to get through dermy didn't help things and yeah i i'm just at a loss for words here this was just bad not as bad as we sing together or tomorrow's topic but bad enough did we mention how they still make fun of gussie even after He fucking gets the glasses. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they sing the song a third time, except they're celebrating, I'm putting that in air quotes, celebrating his victory of having glasses now. They're still gonna fucking mock him. Imagine finally seeking medical treatment for an issue you've been dealing with that has impaired your work life, and now all your co-workers are singing, we're gonna relive your trauma. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely burn the tapes. Just, just, God, this sucked. You know what? For me, the only reason I am stuck between burn the tapes or put it in a donation box is because that I am so angry that I had to see this that the only way I can be satiated is if someone else suffers the same fate that I did. <laughs> and we suffered together. I mean, brutal most of it. <laughs> you know what? Force someone to suffer the same way as I have and then burn it. Fair ah, enough. That's fair. I want everyone to see what I went through. Uh, we saw, we screamed, 
and we bludgeoned Dermy the elf with all the oops too near pammers. Uh, oops, oops too dead. All right, so do we got anything to plug? All right, as always, you can find us on Twitter at channel underscore KRT, channel KRT podcast, all one word on Instagram. We have our Facebook group and our Discord server, which the links you can find in our link tree in our Twitter bio. And, of course, you can support us on Patreon, where we have exclusive minisodes, outtakes, and episodes of this very podcast and saga one day early. And, of course, thank you to our patrons Gomer and Chris Reyna, who pledged to us at the $10 level. So you can find me over on Mission Breakout on Twitter. You can find me over on my Muppet Twitter, Muppet Vision 3D. Uh, you can find me over on Mission Breakout on Discord, a walking pun on Instagram. And you can find me... Just Getting Dermy the Elf out of my fucking house! Get out of here, you little bastard! (laughs) (laughs) Oops, too far! Oops, too violent! Oops, (laughs) too violent! You can find me on a few select episodes of The Emperor's New Podcast that escaped from Vault Disney. You can find me on Twitter at Cosmic Rewind with the three instead of the E. And you can also find me cyberbullying Santa for failing to correctly dox me. Yay! So I'm gonna dox him. Oh, yeah. By the way, you guys can find me worshiping Krampus. Yay! <laughs> Yay! You know what? Dermy looks like Krampus. <laughs> You're kind okay, of you like... know what? I'll t- I take that back. You can just find me. Yay! <laughs> so if you think you can find me beyond that something sky, I don't know. Alright, Channel Care we scream into the static. Oops, too staticky! <laughs> <laughs>